Pastor Benson got jet lag, y'all, so let's keep him in prayer. Amen. He just got in from Detroit. Detroit, amen? Amen. Let's keep Pastor B and Sister B in prayer. Amen. I pray that you all had a blessed Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. And I can tell y'all did. Ha, 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 ha. I can, I can see from here. It's written all over your face. You don't have to say a word. I can tell. Amen, amen, amen. But that's all right. That's all right. Amen. It's such a blessing to be with family and friends on that special day. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You get a chance to let your hair down. Hallelujah. Yeah. Turn, turn, the, turn, the, turn the radio on. Amen. Radio. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a good time in the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, break out the sparkling cider in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, amen. And have a great time in the Lord. Amen. amen. I'm not going to hold you long. I'm not going to hold you long. John, thank you for being here on the drums, man. Let's encourage this brother. Amen. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Doc. And our worship ministry, thank y'all. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Y'all do such a fabulous job ushering us into the presence of the Lord every, I say, say every, y'all. Every. every Sunday. Amen. Let's keep them in prayer. Amen. And, 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 and Brother Dontre, let's encourage Brother Dontre. Amen. Yeah, brother who is here every Sunday. Hallelujah. Not just playing, but absorbing the word of God. Amen. As a musician. And that's rare in these days, y'all. Amen. Let's encourage him in the Lord. Amen. It was rare for your hearing. Uh, 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 14. I'm going to read it again as we jump into the word on this side of heaven. Uh, uh, and, and it reads, And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Although I was uh, formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. Amen a display of God's grace. God, we thank you and bless you for this time. We ask that you visit us in this place and be glorified. For it's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 A display of God's grace. A display of God's grace. Now, a display is defined as something for people to see and take visual notes of. I was overly blessed on Thanksgiving by the display of the food my wife so graciously prepared. And I took every opportunity to take visual notes on what I was going to consume first, second, and third. Now, throughout the word of God, we, the people of God, get the opportunity to physically see the words displayed in written form as well as spiritually taking what is displayed by, my God, us before the Lord Jesus. And what is displayed before us, both physically and spiritually, within God's holy word, has the power, once believed by faith, to change one's life completely. Mm. And it's due to what's displayed within God's word. For the power of God is displayed in his word. The redemption of mankind is displayed in his word. 
uh, the fall of man is displayed in his word. The creation of mankind is displayed in his word. The sins of mankind are displayed in his word. Any Bible readers in the house this morning, amen? The, the, the attraction to power is displayed in his word. Look, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Savior, is displayed in his word. Look, the raising of the dead is displayed in God's word. See, there's something in the word just for you. Hallelujah. And it's displayed in there. You just got to take the time and make the time to read God's word. That it can be displayed towards you and to you that your life be Change, amen. Anybody life been changed by what has been displayed in the word of God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible, the Bible tells us if any man be in Christ, he is, he is a new creation. Old things are past. That's displayed in the word. Have you been changed by what's been displayed in the word of God? And here in our focus verses of scripture today, that the grace of God is displayed. Say grace of God, y'all. Amen. As the Apostle Paul is moved to share with Timothy, a young pastor, under his guidance, his story, his testimony, his witness of how God's grace was displayed upon him by way of placing him, look at this, y'all, into the ministry in spite of his past failures, his wrongs and actions towards God and the people of God. Paul is talking to Timothy. See, Paul is the elder, and Timothy is the youth, y'all. Y'all didn't catch that. See, see, Paul is the older one, and Timothy is the younger one. I think that's designed to teach us that we as elders need to talk to some young folk. We need to pour into our young folk, amen? And our young folk need to listen. Hallelujah. That they can get some points and some pointers of how to navigate through this life. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, Paul took time to share his testimony, his witness with Timothy. When was the last time you shared your testimony with somebody younger than you? To help them, to encourage them, hallelujah. Young folk, when's the last time you took the time to hear a testimony from somebody older than you? Amen, amen. Paul, Paul is talking to Timothy, amen. Now, now how many of you know that God's grace is amazing? Oh, my God, it's, it's amazing and, and has the power to abound much more with sin abound. Come on, we know that personally. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul, Paul wants to, to, to make reference to this because Paul wants to let us know and let Timothy know through his witness that God's grace is large and in charge. Amen. But before we jump into our main points of discussion this morning, a few things caught my attention in regards to the apostle Paul's actions in this chapter that I think important to share. Amen. Can I share it, y'all? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and the first thing that caught my attention and was in verses one and two. Amen. Which was in Paul's greeting. Look what Paul says in verse one and two. Paul he says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by command of God our Savior and of Christ Jesus our hope, to Timothy, my true child in the faith. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen? See, this caught my attention because it revealed to me that Paul took pleasure 
and greeting his fellow believers in a special way, which was, which was with a spirit of grace. So you see, Paul wasn't like some of us who leave all the greeting to the greeters and fail to acknowledge one another with the spirit of grace when we come into the presence of one another. See, I think it's important to know that your, your greeting means much to those in the body of Christ. Because there are those, look at this, y'all, in the body of Christ that admire you spiritually, look up to you spiritually, count on you, and want to assist you. Hallelujah. But when you fail to greet them with a spirit of grace, it can discourage them. Amen. And our goal as believers, Don Trey, from the scriptures, according to the scriptures, is to encourage and edify one another. You know, your greeting will edify somebody. It will encourage somebody. Hallelujah. Paul was serious about this thing. And I believe the apostle Paul knew this. For he was serious about greeting his fellow co-laborers with the spirit of grace. And, and if you check Paul's record and Paul's writings throughout the New Testament, you will see that Paul greeted those in Romans with the spirit of grace. Paul greeted those in 1st and 2nd Corinthians with a spirit of grace. Paul greeted those in Galatians with the spirit of grace. Paul greeted those in Ephesians with a spirit of grace. Paul greeted those in Philippians with a spirit of grace. Paul greeted those in Colossians with the spirit of grace. Y'all know it. Paul greeted those in 1st and 2nd Thessalonians with the spirit of Paul greeted Timothy, Titus, and Philemon with the spirit of Paul was serious about greeting fellow believers because it meant something to him and to them, y'all. Yeah, we got to start walking by one another, y'all, and, 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 and greet one another, acknowledge one another in the house of the Lord. Amen. This is the place where we should do it. It may not happen on your job. But it should happen here. Paul lets us know. Paul found it overly important to greet his brothers and sisters in Christ in a special way. Hallelujah. With a spirit of grace. Amen. It says grace is on the menu this morning. Take a minute and greet your neighbor with the spirit of grace sitting next. You ain't said nothing to him all morning. Take a minute and greet your neighbor with the spirit of grace right now. Give him a high five or something, man. Let him know you're there, amen. Nudge him or something. Wake him up right now, amen, in the spirit of grace, amen. Greet him, wake him, nudge him, move him, amen. Hey, in the spirit of grace, Paul did it, y'all. He was a greeter. He was serious about greeting his people, his fellow co-laborers. It means something when you say hi to me. And don't walk by me. I get that when I'm in Walmart. <laughs> when I come to New Direction Bible Fellowship, hallelujah, I, I, I love my greeters, amen, and you do a great job. But I want us all to be greeters in the house of the Lord. And do it with a spirit of grace, amen. Yeah, see, the spirit of grace will make you do it when you don't want to do it. The spirit of grace will make you do it yeah, when you had a rough morning with your kids. Ah, you... Spirit of grace to make you do it when you have to go through all that traffic and that confusion outside. You get it. 
do it with the spirit of grace. Paul was serious about this thing, y'all. Verses 1 and 2, Paul greets Timothy. But in verses 3 through 11, Paul, look at this, y'all, gives Timothy some direction and doctrine. In verses 3 and 4, Paul says, Paul says, look at this. As I urged you when I went to Macedonia, remain in Ephesus that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine. <laughs> There's no other doctrine for us, y'all, amen. Nor give heed to fables and endless genealogies which cause disputes rather than glorified, rather than godly evocation, which is in faith. Yeah, Paul, Paul, again, he's pouring into Timothy. Yeah, who's pouring into you? Who are you allowing to pour into you as a believer? I'm, I'm talking an elder believer, a younger believer. Who are you allowing to get into ah, your ear? Amen. Paul was all up in Timothy's ear, y'all. And now he's giving us some direction in regards to doctrine. Remember, Timothy is a young pastor, y'all. Amen. And young pastors, hallelujah, my son is one, they need some direction in doctrine. I'm going to tell you for myself, amen. Paul thought it important to give young Timothy some direction in doctrine. This young man on fire for the Lord, he need to say some stuff right and do some stuff right according to the doctrine of God. You see, Paul, out of care and concern, was directing Timothy not to get caught up, y'all, in the world's doctrine that focuses on points of view without adequate grounds of logic, that produce myths and fables and arguments that can lead to assault and battery, but would rather focus on the doctrine of God that promotes edification, justification, inspiration, Faith and love, that's the doctrine we follow, y'all, amen? It's inspiring, it's justifying, hallelujah, and it edifies us, amen? And as we look to make our way to Middletown, we as the body of believers here at New Direction must by all means stay focused on the doctrine of God and our doctrinal beliefs as a church, Amen? that we not allow the world's doctrine to infiltrate us in Middletown. Yeah, <laughs> we got to be prepared, y'all, amen? Yeah. And we become ineffective in living out our mission as a church, which is to what? Make disciples. That make disciples through the life-changing word of God. That's why we got to be on point with our doctrine, y'all. Y'all yeah. yeah. ready, y'all? Y'all ready, y'all? Yeah. It's going to take some reading. It's going to take some praying. It's going to take some fasting that we, that we can hone in on our doctrine yeah. and our doctrinal beliefs here at New Direction. And we believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We believe that he suffered, he bled, and he died. Yeah. And on the third day, he got up with all power. That's some of our doctrinal beliefs right there, amen? Yeah. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Yeah. Anybody believe that this morning? Yeah. Well, your doctrine is right. Hallelujah. He was giving some information on Doctrine, amen. So in verses 1 and 2, Paul greets Timothy. In verses 3 through 11, Paul gives Timothy some direction. And here in our key verses, 12 through 14, Paul guides Timothy through his testimony of how the Lord Jesus, look at this, y'all, displayed his grace upon him in spite of him and put him into the ministry. Huh. 
Somebody needs to know today that the Lord Jesus wants to put you somewhere. That you can be a blessing to others. And it's called ministry. And and it's spelled M-I-N-I-S-T-R-E. Because I I, 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 I saw some some churches spell it M-E-N-I-S-T-R-E. No, ministry isn't just for men. It's for women and children and whosoever will. Hallelujah. He wants to put you in ministry. But, but you think because you're messed up, you're mixed up, you're tore up, and it can't be you. But, 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 but I'm a witness, y'all, that it can be you because of the grace of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Lord wants to display his grace upon you by putting you into something that glorifies him. You don't been in everything else. You don't been a Mason, a Muslim, my God, a Buddhist. God wants to put you in his ministry. Amen. That you can make a difference. And he does it by displaying his grace upon you. This man, Paul. So stop running and stop hiding and 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 get let God display His grace upon you and put you into ministry. Now I know ministry can be difficult, it can be taxing, it can be tiresome. But that's when you got to tap into the Word of God. We say I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. It's not me. It's not you. Is Christ strengthening you to do what he has called for you to do? Yeah, I'm getting in my spirit. Some folk want to give up on, in ministry today, but, but no, God, God, God wants you to stay locked in and loaded that you can do what he has called for you to do in ministry. Amen? Yeah, get, get, get in ministry. Now, look, 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 look. And Paul here in the text wants to make it crystal clear to Timothy and we, his audience, that the display of God's grace is real because he was a recipient of it and thankful for it. Look, look, Paul says, Paul says, see, see, Paul here shows his gratitude for grace. Paul says, and I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. See, see, Paul, one of the most straightforward brothers in the Bible, shares his gratitude to the grace giver named Jesus. You know Jesus is the grace giver, right? But but by way of thanking him, and and thanks is always in order when you think about Jesus and all that he has done for you and is doing for you. Amen. Y'all should break out with a thanks right now. When you think about Jesus and all that he has done for you, and all that he is doing for you, come on, you got to take it a step further, and all that he will do for you should make you want to thank him. That's an order. Thank you, sister. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. You should thank him with some praise, a, a wave, a, a tear, a shout. Thank him with. He's worthy of some thanks. Paul was straightforward. God looked for the straightforward Christians that will thank him wherever they may be, when you look back over your life and see where God has brought you from, amen? He's brought you from here to here, and he has a job for you to do. You should thank him. 
God, you've been good. God, you've been better than good. Amen. I, I can't thank you enough. Hallelujah. He's been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul, Paul, Paul. Uh, Paul, Paul. He, he's, he's straightforward, y'all. And when you think about this thing, God, Jesus doing what he does for you, you should give him some thanks. And see, my mama taught me that when somebody does something nice for you, you should always say thank you. Thank you. I don't know, I don't know if folks are raising their kids like now, that nowadays, you know, but, but I work with a lot of young folk. And yeah, sometimes I got to serve them and I don't get no thank you. But my mama taught me that when somebody does something nice for you, you should say thank you. Jesus has done something nice for us. Yeah, yeah, he, he's done something personal in your life. Well, you should be moved to thank him. Amen. Amen. You know, you think that the, 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 the teller at, a, at, what's that store I went to the other night and got me a burger? At Wendy's, amen. Got my food and said, thank you. Yeah, I used my Wendy's app, y'all, and I got there, and the food was hot and ready. I said, thank you. <laughs> I said, this is how it works. The young man said, yeah, this is how it works. I said, thank you. <laughs> Give me my burger for me and my wife. Now, if this was a testimonial service, we're going to have a testimonial yeah, service, Pastor. Yeah. And I asked, what has the Lord done for you? I, I, I know the whole sanctuary would stand up and Give a resounding testimony of how God has blessed you. Amen. Yeah, yeah. We get opportunity to hear some of those blessings on the prayer line every morning from Monday through Friday at 6, 6 to 6.15. Amen. Get on and you can hear some of the blessings. But you would testify about the great things God has done for you. As I look around, God has healed some of y'all. Oh, my God. God has mended some of y'all back together. God has made a way out of no way. God God has you cancer free. God, God has you debt free. God has allowed you to place legacy for your loved ones. God has done some great God, God, God has, 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 has had you overcome drugs and alcohol. Hallelujah. Now you're living a life according to his way, his will, and his, where God has done some great things. Here in New Direction, amen. And he keep on doing great things for us. And I found out why, y'all. Because Jesus is a giver. Yeah, if you want some friends... Some new friends. Get some friends that are givers. And not takers. Amen? Yeah, I, I used to be a taker, y'all. A taker, man. L.B. Grow was a taker, man. I'm taking. What? Okay. You treating? You want some gas for your car? I wasn't that brother to say, no. you want to give me some gas? Yeah, yes, man. I was a taker. Amen. But, but I can be honest with you, God. I'll be honest with you. Through the scriptures, oh, my God, my God. And, 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 and watching, I'm telling y'all, I'll be checking y'all out. I'll be checking out how much y'all give, but I'll be watching y'all. And we got a bunch of givers in this place. Yeah. You have helped me transform my life from being a taker to a giver. 
Jesus was a giver, y'all. Amen. He gave his time to those in need of healing. He gave a touch to those in need of comfort. He gave his power to those in need of resurrection. He, he gave his life for those who needed salvation. Jesus was a giver. Amen. And he wants us to be givers as believers. Give, give, give to others. Spend time with others. Call others. Greet others. In the name of Jesus. And here in the text, Paul lets us know that Jesus, by way of displaying his grace, gave him some power mm, through enabling him, as well as considering him or counting him faithful to be put into the ministry. And, and, and if, you, if you look at Paul's ministry, it was a flourishing ministry. See, when Paul, when, when, when the Lord puts you in something, it's going to grow. When, when the Lord puts you into something, it's going to flourish. And, 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 and see, we, we get so caught up on numbers all the time in regard to flourishing. No, 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 no. God will flourish in the hearts and minds of those you have been put in front of to grow them spiritually. That they leave this place and begin to pour into others the word of God in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here in the text, Paul lets us know that Jesus did so, did so. Now, now, now the word enable in Greek is pronounced endonumo, which means empower. It means to increase in strength. It means to be infused with power. Amen. But it gets even deeper for the Greek word in the pneumo is associated with the Greek word dunamis, which means miraculous and miracle working power. You see, Paul wants full gratitude, wants his full gratitude of grace because it, God gave him some power, some supernatural power that he never experienced before. So you've done some things that you thought you would never do. You're doing some things you thought you couldn't do, but you're doing them. It's because God has placed him in you and has given you some power. Ow. See, God has, has, has dropped a treasure down in this earthen vessel and given you some power. To do what you never thought you thought you thought you thought you couldn't do. Yeah. My God, hallelujah. Come on, you thought you couldn't sing, but you sing. And you sound good, too. Hallelujah. Come on, you, 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 thought, you thought you couldn't witness the folk, but you're witnessing to. It's because God has placed something in you. And it has some dunamis power. I say dunamis, y'all. Yeah, I, I, I'm full of something, y'all, and I'm full of dunamis. Dunamis. You got that? You're, you're full of dunamis power. Hey, yeah, yeah, you full of dunamis power. I mean, you see, Paul knew that the display of God's grace that gave him power. Look at this, y'all wasn't to be wasted, but used to glorify God by way of helping people reach their full potential in Jesus Christ, our Lord. God has not deposited, enabled you, empowered you to sit on what he has given you. 
No, he wants you to use it to glorify him and bless others that they may reach their full potential in Jesus Christ our Lord. Come on, we, 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 get our, we, we, we get all we can from God and we sit on it, y'all. No, 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 but the Lord wants us to pass it on. I think Pat LaBelle said that, pass it on. Y'all know Pat LaBelle said that, pass it on. Pass it on. He wants us to pass it on. And that hasn't changed. For the Lord is still displaying his grace by empowering brothers and sisters, life group leaders, elders, musicians, deacons and deaconess, ministers and greeters to glorify God by way of helping people get to know Jesus. You know, you know, we may look at it as small, but the greeters, my God, are, are the first people that we see when we come in. Hey, John, that's why we got to be praying for them, y'all. Amen. And, 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 and they could be the only Jesus that some folks see. Amen. Yeah, that's why we got to be praying for our greeters again, that they may they may show Jesus to those entering. And when's the last time you showed Jesus? Amen. When's the last time you, you, you showed the grace of the Lord Jesus upon somebody who got on your nerves? I'm going to go deeper. Your last nerve. I didn't know we had a last nerve, but... But the Lord didn't, didn't just empower Paul or, or, or you, but he also, through his display of grace, look, counted you, look at this, and considered you faithful enough by his display of grace to put you into ministry. He counted you and considered you faithful. You, the one that when the clock, when the alarm rings, you not turn it off. You ain't. But he counted you faithful. You the one that's late on paying your. But he counted you faithful. You the one that show up on church late all the time. I was late this morning too, y'all. Faithful. Yeah, he put you into ministry. Y'all missed it, y'all. Y'all missed it. The, the text says to put into ministry, not to put in ministry. There's a difference, y'all, for, for, for God by his display of grace didn't just put you in ministry to say I'm in ministry. You know we go to work and be bragging. Yeah, you know I'm in ministry. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't make that meeting because I'm in ministry. Yeah, you know. So, uh, I'm not going to make that one, you know. I'm in ministry. <laughs> yeah, you know we be bragging, Amen. I mean, but no, no, God has put you into ministry <coughs> that it becomes a part of you. Look at this. And you become a part of it. Amen. Too many of us are just in ministry and not into ministry. No, ministry becomes a part of you and you become a part of it. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, see. come on. I, I, I know it's hard. I know it's rough. But when you're into ministry. You, you, you'll learn how to, 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 to be diligent and well-doing, hallelujah, yeah. and, and, and not give up when stuff get rough. Yeah. You got to get in to it. You got to get 
in, I mean, really into it. You got to put on your boot, your Timberland sometime and get down into the ministry of God. That sometimes can be difficult, amen? The, the, the apostle Paul was into his ministry that was directed to the Gentiles. That's why I thank Paul so much because you know we're a bunch of Gentiles, y'all, amen? Yeah, his ministry was for us. And it was only because the grace displayed to him by Jesus Christ that his ministry was so effective. Amen? And, and this is more than true because in verse 13, Paul shares how the gift of grace can supersede your sins. Y'all should be shouting, man. I'm t- I shouted myself reading this thing, y'all. It can supersede. For, for where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. I think that's Romans 5 and 20 if you're taking notes. Amen. And here in verse 13, Paul gets transparent, open, honest, and real about his background that should have shut him down from being into ministry. Come on, that's why a lot of us don't share our background. Because if, if we knew your background, we would shut you down. That's what man does, amen? Look at Paul says, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly and unbelief. Paul was something else, y'all. He was a Christian killer. He, he sought out Christians to kill them and, and take them out, amen? He, he was a bad boy. Yeah, but he, but he was changed. But he's transparent about his background. See, Paul does what many of us are afraid to do. Because we know that the grace displayed by God is not always displayed by people. So we fail to share our background, which, 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 which needs to be shared because it becomes a part of our testimony of how I used to be and how God has changed me. Amen. Before you leave today, I want to know your background. Meet me at the door. Yeah, Paul, Paul, Paul. He wasn't afraid to do it. So, so we don't share our past, not even our testimonies. Look, forgetting that our true authentic testimonies have the power to help people overcome. For they shall overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Let people know about your background. Says God has changed you rearranged you and made you better. Help somebody with the wrongs that God high has made right through his grace. But Paul wasn't afraid to share his past. For his goal and mission was to encourage young Timothy that he may get a glimpse of the gift of God, gift of grace displayed by God, by way of hearing Paul's confession of wrong and looking beyond his faults and supplying his need to serve. Come on, if if you read Paul's letters, y'all, he had a need to serve after his conversion. After he got knocked down in the book of Acts, he, he had a need to serve. He longed to, if he wasn't serving, his purpose, his mission, Paul was upset. You know you have a need to serve? Or do you have a need to serve? That's the question. 
God doesn't want you to sit, but he wants you to serve. Yes, there's a gift of grace God wants to bless you with. And when we confess our wrongs, our sins, he, the Lord, is faithful to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. See, 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 Paul said a mouthful in verse 13. He gave his background, but he also showed that he, 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 he did it ignorantly and in unbelief. He confessed that he was wrong. Amen. And God does something with our confessions when they're true. Hallelujah. And after sharing with Timothy, y'all, we almost done. And us, his gratitude for grace in verse 12. And the gift of grace in verse 13. Paul moves on to share the greatness of grace in verse 14. Look, he says, and the grace of our Lord was exceedingly, abundantly, with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. See, the greatness of grace, God's grace displayed in the lives of so many is hinged on it being extravagantly bountiful in case with faith and love in Jesus Christ. See, and, and, and it's the faith and love of Jesus and in Jesus that makes him move day by day, minute by minute, second by second, hour by hour to display his amazing grace upon you and I. I don't know about y'all, but I'm so grateful and thankful that the Lord decided to display his grace upon me in spite of me. And see, that's what grace is. It's unmerited favor. We don't deserve it. We shouldn't have it. Hallelujah. But because of his grace and his mercy, we are not consumed. It's because of his grace, y'all. We have a right to the tree of life. God's grace, y'all, God's grace, it is sufficient. Uh, it's through God's grace we are saved. Did you know it's through God's grace that you have been saved through faith? Not of yourself, but it's a gift of God. You've done nothing to deserve it. We've done nothing. But it's through his grace, his love and favor for you and me that he loved us so much. That he saved us through his grace. Grace and truth came by way of Jesus. Christ. Great, I told you, Jesus, Jesus is the grace giver. Thank God for Jesus, y'all. The Lord our God has shown grace. He has shown you some grace over the years, amen. Showing the stuff y'all done said. Some of the stuff y'all done did. Y'all, some of the stuff we done, God has shown us some grace. Some of the places we done, grace, come on. He has shown us some grace. But by grace, but by the grace of God, I am, oh my God, who I am today. It's by his grace that I am who I am. I'm not what I used to be. I don't do the things I used to do. I don't go to places I used to go. I don't say the things. I, it's by his grace. I am who I am. Come on, I know you got degrees and 
CDs and but it's by his grace that you are who you are. I, mean, I know you got a house on the hill. I know you drive a fire car, but it's by his grace that you are who you are this morning. Amen. Thank God for his grace. I'm not what I used to be. Look, and I'm not going back. Ah! I want to experience his grace over and over and over and over. Hallelujah. Now, that doesn't mean you take advantage of his grace. Oh. You know, some of us mess up. Yeah, yeah, and we, 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 we take advantage of it because we do stuff purposefully. God wants to do But I think Paul tells us, don't play with grace. Ow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, oh, look at this, y'all. Let your speech always be seasoned with grace. You know how you would season that turkey? Putting that garlic powder on it. That Lowry seasoning. Yeah, you was hooking that thing up, amen. Putting it on that salt and that pepper. Leave us all alone. That pepper. You will season that thing up, amen? That's the way he want our speech to be, full of grace. I had to learn that, y'all, because I have three children, and I, and I have a boy. We, we have a boy, and, and something about boys. Boys are boys. They just something. They just boys. They, just, they, boys. they, they do stuff. Y'all know that. They just do stuff that, you know. I had to learn, I had to learn how to, my speech be great. And I think that was a test. Because my boy, our boy was something else. See, I had learned on trade to have my speech seasoned with grace. I, when I wanted to cuss, I had to pull it back because I had to. Y'all know that's real. Them jokers will make you want to cuss. Them boys, them, them boys, them, them boys. Our girls, you know the girls, they, but them boys, y'all, they they will help you learn how to season your words with grace. Oh, my, my God. Hey, 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 hey. Look, I, and I'm still working on it, y'all, because that boy is still something else. <laughs> Praise be to God. But we love him in spite of that. We show him grace. <laughs> Come on, look at this last one, y'all. Look at this, y'all. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. God invites you to a place, a throne, that we can come boldly to. Yeah, yeah, you, you have access to this throne. We have access to this throne. And God says, don't come timid. Don't come tiptoe. But come boldly. And get some of this grace. Yeah, sometimes you got to move some stuff out of the way to get to the throne of grace. You, you got to get rid of some, some stuff to get to the throne of grace. You got to leave some people behind to get to the throne of ah, grace. You got to turn some stuff off to get to the throne of grace. I encourage you today, get to the throne of grace as we stand. That you can experience God displaying 
his grace upon you. He's a grace giver. He's a merit to feed. God, we thank you for your grace. God, sometimes it's hard to understand that even in spite of the things I do and say, you still show me grace. Mm. You display it over and over again. And God, we're so thankful this morning that you thought not robbery to show it to us, to display it to us in, in spite of us. God, we thank you. God, sometimes, again, we really don't understand it sometimes because we're so messed up, even after salvation, some of the things we do. But your grace, there's nothing like your grace. It's full of truth and love. And we thank God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. That you are a God that displays grace to us. Your people made in your image, God. And Lord, we found out that we need it. Mm. And you so, so overwhelmingly apply it to us. And we say thank you. Help us to recognize your grace. Respect your grace. Reverence your grace. And take a hold of it, God. That we, that we may be the people you call for us to be. God, you are a grace giver who has displayed grace to us through salvation. Your grace is sufficient. Help us, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Let's give God some glory.